Hey, are you ticked off at how much you have to pay every month to a major telecom for your cell phone bill? You're like, what is this ridiculous? Well, yesterday there was a pretty big development here in Canada as as Canada's telecom regulator has opened the door a crack for more wireless competition by allowing a small number of regional companies to piggyback on the big networks, the established players of Rogers, uh, TELUS, and Bell. Uh, The Canadian Radio and Television Communications, the CRTC, you know what it is, I said Thursday, as I read here from this release, that regional telecom providers with their own established networks in Canada will now effectively be uh, allowed to become de facto mobile virtual network operators. Now, remember this, M-V-N-O's. You need to know that. I'll tell you about it in just one second. Companies that buy access to other networks at wholesale rates and then resell them to consumers. What What is that? A M-V. N-O, that is a mobile virtual network operators. The key word there is virtual, which means you don't actually have a real network. The difference is a mobile network operator, an M-N-O, that is the actual big three. They own the thing. Now, here's another word you need to understand before we move into this. I know it gets complicated, but you got to understand the details on it before you understand, really, is this going to help lower your bill or not? And that is spectrum. When I say spectrum, what does that mean? Well, to uh, help understand that, I went to the government webpage, and it says spectrum. To to understand it, imagine a roadway with lanes for different types of traffic. And that is what spectrum is. And a portion of the spectrum is set aside for satellite, and a portion of the spectrum is set aside for cell. And there's only so much of it. So then the government decides who gets what. So spectrum is important. Now, if you were to read a story yesterday by the Canadian press on the decision from the CRTC, the first line in it would be this. Canada's biggest wireless network operator suffered a major setback Thursday as the CRTC issued orders that will make it easier for smaller rivals to compete. Now, wait a second. Is that True, because not everybody believes in that headline, including my next guest, Laura Tribe, who's the executive director at Open Media. Do you think this is a major setback for wireless network operators, Laura? Uh, No, I don't. I actually think this is probably the best case scenario they could have hoped for coming out of yesterday's CRTC decision. Uh, Given the number of uh, limitations that have been put on how this will roll out, I think it's not going to affect very much change in the end at all. Okay, now hold on, because I was actually on the news last night reading a piece (laughs) of copy saying that this was a setback and that uh, the government or CRTC, I I should differentiate the CRTC is arm's length from the government. The CRTC has ordered the big three to do all of these things that are going to lower your bill. You you don't buy that? I don't. There are uh, a few reasons why, but I think the biggest one is just how restricted that new access is going to be. And so in the way that the CRTC made their decision yesterday, it sounds good. It means that we're going to have more companies able to MDNOs, which means they can self-service without having to have fully built an entirely new network in those areas. But the caveat is they have to be existing cell phone companies. Uh, So that would be someone like Videotron in Quebec, 
uh, or we're looking at ICE Wireless in the north, and they can only sell where they already own Spectrum. And those Kojiko companies, would be one that, that many of our exactly. listeners would identify. Kojiko right? would be another one. And those companies have only bought Spectrum in large part where they already have a footprint. And so essentially what this does is let those companies sell to new customers where those companies were already either just on the verge of building or is just on the edge of their networks. But it's not going to, in any scenario, create a new national provider to challenge someone like Bell Telus or Rogers. And if you live in an area where there isn't a regional provider, it's not really going to bring anyone new into the market at all. And I think for Alberta and British Columbia in particular, that's a really big concern. Okay, right, because we have Kojiko and, as you say, Videotron, but in the West, they don't have even a regional player that they can lean on that is going to be able to take advantage of this. Exactly. The closest would be someone like Freedom or Shaw, but as we know, they're looking at being purchased by Rogers. And so our best chance at you know having a competitor to Bell, Telus, and Rogers is already on the verge of being purchased. And instead of saying, wait a minute, maybe that system isn't working, the CRTC has essentially tried to give a tiny, tiny boost to all of the other tiny versions of Shaw across the country. Okay, the other portion of the announcement yesterday, and I read this as part of the thing that I said on the news last night, was that the CRTC has mandated the big three to uh, bring in a a lower package or a cheaper package. Um, Can you talk about that and and your assessment of that? Yeah, so I think, you know, that's something that Open Media was advocating for and a number of other groups throughout this proceeding, which is for the majority of plans that are available, Bell, Telus, and Rogers, try and and push everyone into those high-end packages, the uh, supposed unlimited data plans for those high-end users. But there's a lot of other needs, and in particular for low-income communities, just given that Canada does have, you know, the highest cell phone prices in the world, what does that do for those who can't afford them, given how necessary this is? So what the CRTC decided was that uh, Bell, Telus, and Rogers need to create uh, a $35 a month plan that will provide about three gigabytes of data. Uh, and they have a set timeline for, I, I believe, it's six months to roll those out and make them visible on their website. But when you look at the plans that are already available on the market that the CRTC has said are insufficient uh, and that we pay too much for, there are cheaper plans already available through companies like Freedom. And so it's good to see them acknowledge that and to make those plans a bit more readily available. But again, doesn't quite get at the core issue of the entire segment is overpriced and we need to bring the prices down across the board. And to your estimation, that is not what's going to happen because of this decision? No, I don't think so. And when you look at set rates for plans, you know, prices are coming down in Canada slowly, uh, not fast enough, but they are coming down, but they're coming down a lot slower than they are in the rest of the world. And so setting a fixed rate for a plan that will take six months to roll out, that is then a set rate as all of the other plans come down in price as technology makes it cheaper for companies to deliver service, the low-income users are actually going to be left behind because that plan is going to become more and more outdated. Laura, thank you so much for coming on and help us sort of trying to peer through exactly what's happening here. I appreciate you. I appreciate your time. It's a tricky one to navigate, but I really appreciate the time. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. That is uh, Laura Tribe, who's executive director at Open Media, trying to help us uh, understand 
uh, what the CRTC ruled yesterday and trying to get you some actual truth there on the spin because, man, if you watch me on the news last night, you might have been thinking to yourself, hooray, the big three are getting smacked down. Turns out mm, there's a little bit more to it than that.